contracts, salary caps. Why do our favorite teams make some of the moves they do? It's usually the money. It's time for the business of sports with Andrew Brandt. Hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to another edition of the business of sports with Andrew Brandt. After the busy week of NFL free agency, I thought it'd be cool to sort of go inside the deal, not with an agent, not with a team, but with the actual player. And one of the biggest deals signed, one of the first deals signed that I took note of because it was a three-year deal, $42 million, 24-year-old player named Allen Robinson. Allen's a very articulate guy that I always enjoy hearing from. And interestingly, he had an ACL injury last year, which really sort of usually kills people's free agency chances for a huge pot of gold, but he got it. And he got it with the Bears, and they're sort of counting on him and others to sort of jumpstart that offense. So without further ado, let's go inside a first-day free agent deal with the player who signed it, Alan Robinson, newest member of the Bears. At this time, I guess a week ago, you were a member of the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was. And that was four years. Before we get to your new employer and what happened, sort of take us through. You had a rough year with the injury, but you always sort of had the positive mindset going into free agency. Take us through the last year. Most definitely, um, because injuries are something in this league that's inevitable from happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Each and every day, one player is literally one play, one step, one movement away from an injury like that. So I know for me, um, I have to have good film out there to know that, you know, that teams – how teams look at me as a as a receiver, you know, and also um, I know with how all the training and stuff um, is, you know, nowadays coming into you know uh, different different facilities and things like that, you know, I knew that I, I knew that I would be bouncing back and be a hundred percent, you know, so I don't think that that was too much of a concern on on um, on um, any of our minds, you know, because again, injuries happen once and two people get back to a hundred percent, you know, so I mean those are two things that we do know. So um, for me, you know, um, I would say. Uh, you know, it was a little bit of a um, at, at times. I don't want to say I don't want to say stressful. You know, because yeah. I mean, at the same time, at the same time, me and my agency, you know, we all were on the same page with everything. You know, so it wasn't it wasn't uh, it wasn't nip and tuck at all throughout the course of the process. You know, um, we just kind of sat back uh, and was patient. You know, and just kind of and just kind of waited for you know for the best uh, situation to present itself. You know, with injuries, you as you talked about, you're in a sport that has a hundred percent injury rate, especially for a skilled player like you. You've got to fear that, but it also, like you just talked about, sort of it's part of the game. You understand it. Um, what was your mindset when it happened? You know, a serious injury in the last year of your contract. How did you stay positive? How did you come through it? How did you keep the mindset going forward? You know, um, when it first happened, it definitely was frustrating. You know, it was one of those things where I put in a tremendous amount of work going into last season and probably yeah. uh, the best that I have felt, you know, from a physical standpoint and also just from a polished standpoint when it just comes to being a receiver. So I know that was the most frustrating thing was that I just I, I didn't get a chance to, to really um, put all the work that I had put in, you know, to the forefront. You know what I mean? I guess I did for one play, you know, but um, <laughs> for me, um, you know, I had a I had a – I had a lot more that I had built up in the tank, you know, so that was the most, that was the most frustrating part, you know, and the second uh, of it was, you know, um, at the end of the day, I knew, again, I knew the circumstances. I knew that I was coming, like I was in my contract year, but at the same time, it was, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, when you get hurt, you know, and have a, have an injury to actually take some work to come back from, you know, it's not like a sprained ankle that can just, you know, where you literally can just time can, can heal it. Yeah. Time heals the, heals the ACL, you know, but you definitely got to put in the work to get back to being the player that you want to be, you know. So 
So for me, I knew I was going to have to do that, you know. And, um, you know, for me, I know um, there's a lot of bumps in the road, you know, when it comes to being an NFL player, you know. And, I mean, at the end of the day, it all could have had a fairy tale ending, you know, by me coming in, um, having an amazing year, you yeah. know, and then just you know, having some, having some, uh, you know, having some different, different, uh, different choices and things like that at the, when it came down to the end of the year, you know. But at the end of the day, um, I mean, for a lot of guys, you know, that's not really likely to happen. Yeah, in some cases where it does, but it's not likely. So, for me, I knew it was all part of the game, you know. And uh, for me, that was, that, that was a really the first, the first test that I had, you know, as a as an NFL player, you know. So, um, I definitely had to had to put, you know, everything that I stand by as far as what I preach, as far as work ethic and things like that. You know, I had to put that to the forefront. Did you have contract negotiations, talks, even an offer, anything like that? Going into your last year with Jacksonville, was there were there discussions then? Uh, yeah, it was. It was. You know, um, there was some discussions going into camp. You know, so um, at the end of the day, it wasn't it wasn't anything that was kind of like uh, kind of like drug out or you know even even got to a point where um, it was uh, pretty pretty serious. You know, I mean, um, we had talks back and forth. You know, but um, once we didn't get anything done going into camp you know my main focus was on the camp was on camp in the season uh that we had up and coming did you um i'm trying to think when the hearns deal was that was a couple years ago so you uh, saw yeah, that i was like that yeah. was like spring of 2016 i think yeah so two years ago you saw that happen and then obviously you're happy for your teammate that that happened but did you feel like okay when, when's the love coming my way i know a lot of players kind of look at that and say all right what about me uh, no, you know, at the end of the day, the biggest thing about this um, as an NFL player is that you got to remember that it's a business. You know, a lot of things yeah. play into the situation in this league that come down to timing and come down to different situations, you know. So, for me, that's not something that I really lost sleep over or anything like that, you know. Um, I know um, I know the timing of when Alan Hurst got his contract and things like that as far as where he was at in his current contract and everything like that, you know. It was just, it was just you know, something that, um, um, you know, he had played his butt off, you know, and it was – and it was and it was time for you know what I'm saying for the Jacks to where they had to where they had to make a decision and lock him up you know so I understood that you know so for me there wasn't any um it wasn't anything that I again would lose sleep over or nothing like that yeah and it's interesting as we record this now we're on the day that uh, news out of Jacksonville they're releasing Alan Hearns from that contract four year deal two years guaranteed and after those two years they're moving on so interesting timing with that and speaking of Jacksonville let's get to your situation recently did. You know, that's a situation where you want to stay where you, where you are. I think a lot of players, the best situation is probably staying where they are. Did you feel like you wanted to stay there? And where was the negotiations going before free agency? Uh, you know, again, like you said, it's something where you know you want to you want to stick around. You know, to the to the team that draft to the team that drafted you, and also you know to the to the players that you had you know play with. But at the same time, you know how how the kind of negotiations and things like that were working. You know. Um, I had to do what was best for not only myself but my career, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, seeing seeing what seeing what Chicago, you know, provided from again from a from a uh, offensive schematic standpoint and things like that, you know, I knew that I would be able to to really add, you know, um, really add some more to my career. And take us into the negotiations with Chicago. You know, I talked to your agent. There were other teams interested. They just seem to stand out uh, going into free agency. Obviously, they want to ramp up their offense with Trubisky, and they targeted you. But I think from I think listeners and I'm curious from from a player point of view, 
how do you feel the love, for lack of a better word? I know there's the money with the agent, but what goes into sort of the recruiting process and free agency? It was one of those situations where, um, I mean, my, my agent knew what I was looking for, you know, um, in, in uh, every aspect of, you know, going to a new home. So um, he had expressed to me, you know, the the – the want, you know, that Chicago had in me, you know, so I'm just from, from, from talking to my agent. And then again, for me doing my own research from mm-hmm. the outside looking in, you know, seeing, seeing what coach Nagy brings to the table, seeing what, um, seeing what, uh, you know, the type of quarterback they had, you know, um, it was a lot of things that played into, into any receiver's favor, you know? So um, it was one of those things again, from that just kind of, that just kind of made sense to me. And again, you know, I also had some other variables, you know, with it being, with it being close to home and things like that, you know, so it was, it was a lot of um, just all around, you know, a lot of parts that played a factor in that. Now free agency moves so fast. Now, back in the day, people used to take visits and spend time working on the board with the coaches and going through the plays and the stem trees of all the roots and all that. But this happened so fast. Did you feel like you knew enough about Coach Nagy, about the offense, about Trubisky, about where you'd be, you know, fit in, that you could pull the trigger? And not only that that team, but all the teams, were you getting all that information? Oh, uh, yeah, you know, um, I, was getting, I was getting a lot of information from my agent, you know, but at the same time, uh, for me, um, that was something that, that really stuck out to me um, and was a pretty big deal right away. You know, seeing early on when Chicago was a team who kind of needed a receiver. You know, this is this is even before I had you know um, had really found out you know who had any interest in me at all. You know, but but seeing Chicago, you know, just kind of hearing uh, the hearsay of you know a team who needed a receiver. You know, and and um, hearing the hire of Coach Nagy, and I got a, and I've got a chance to really watch Kansas City play. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a decent amount of times. You know, it's a team that plays on TV a lot. One in Kansas City, and also you know a team who has who has been in the playoffs. You know, so I mean. Um, just from a just from a just from a football fan standpoint, you know, I did get a chance to see the, to see, you know, him kind of work his stuff, you know, um, in games, you know, and I mean, it's been one of those teams that, as well who have who has been a, a pretty high power offense, you know, um, and and really um, and really maximizing all the weapons that they have around them. Right before you signed, things were happening on the wide receiver front. Jarvis Landry goes to the Browns. Mike Evans gets a huge deal out of Tampa. I know you keep your eye on those things. You know, that's got to be a range of emotions as you're contemplating your own deal, right? Yeah, you know, slightly, you know, um, but at the same time, you know, um, for me, it's, I mean, it's, it's noticeable for me, you know, but um, throughout the process, you know, um, I, have a, I, have, I have such a good, you know, agent and uh, agency to where, you know, they, those guys really know the, the importance of those things and everything like that when it comes down to the number, you know, so... Um, when it comes down to the number standpoint, you know, that's really something that I trusted my agent, you know, uh, to, to handle. And I knew he would handle that, you know. So um, that wasn't really something that I was too, too concerned about, you know what I mean? Because my agent, you know, it's not one of those things where, you know, I can't, I wouldn't text my agent, you know, and ask him, you know, have he saw a deal like that or something, you know. Because, I, I mean, I know for him, I mean, that's his job, you know. Yeah. I know he's. He's he, he's in his office, you know, uh, crunching numbers and stuff nonstop, you know. So, so for me, I mean, it was it was something that was noticeable, you know. But again, nothing that I really focused too too much on. Yeah, and speaking of those numbers, I mean, it's been reported. It's forty two over three. It's fifteen in the first year. Strong deal. I've remarked on it, and I think both you and Sammy Watkins. What's really impressive to me, you guys are twenty four years old, and these are three year deals. You're going to have another bite at the apple maybe two, three times. So 
kudos to you and your agent for not only getting a good deal, but the, the length to me really suits you in terms of leveraging that to even a bigger deal next time. Yeah, you know, for me, um, for me, like you said, you know, it it is one of those things who who benefit me, you know, um, as a, as a player, you know. But um, again, at, at the same time, you know, I think it was one of those things where um, I'm going to get a decent amount of time, you know, to be able to come to Chicago, you know, and really really help turn this thing around and really show and really show Chicago what I have, you know. That's the most important thing for me, you know. I understand that I most definitely will be getting, you know. Uh, getting, you know what I'm saying, getting to another contract down the line, you know, but the yeah. biggest thing for me was to be able to get in a situation, you know, where I could play there, you know, um, for, for a few years and let them get, uh, and let them get a feel for me, you know, and, um, and um, I was able to do that. And you're from a cold weather place. You've been, you don't worry about leaving the sunshine of Florida for the brutal Midwest weather that can be there in December. You've been there, huh? No, I most definitely miss the winters in Florida. You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I miss I miss the winters in Florida, but I really won't won't miss you know that that uh, that that uh, Florida sun during training camp. Yeah, that's right. And and what do you what do you think? I mean, the Jaguars obviously Final Four team last year, strong team, looks like a positive future there. You got to have emotions about leaving that place too, right? Yeah, most definitely. You know, it's a place that that drafted me. You know, that really. Um, allowed me to put my talents, you know, uh, to the masses when it comes to when it comes to you know just just living out my dream and being an NFL wide receiver, you know. So I mean, they'll 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 always have that place, you know, um, with me, you know, because I mean, no other team can can uh, can uh, redraft, you know. But just kind of from talking to them, you know, and throughout the course of the process, you know, I think it was just I think it was just something where you know it was. Uh, it was a you know a player in the uh, organization you know on slightly on slightly different pages you know so um and for me I understand the business one hundred and ten percent you know so it wasn't any um, animosity or anything like that you know I just I I understood you know I understood the direction that they were going in you know and uh, for me um for me it was one of those things where you know I just was going in a little bit different direction you know so um, for me I'm being able to get a fresh new start you know a fresh new opportunity um with a with a with an up and coming team, you know, um, being able to play in a in a in a scheme that I've you know watched and just from a, and just from from a uh, eye standpoint become very become very fond of, you know. So I mean, for me, it was it was something to whereas it was um, it was definitely tough, you know, and it was all said and done to not be back in Jacksonville. But um, I, I definitely am looking 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 forward uh, to the future, you know, because I know for me again, um, it's one of those things being twenty being twenty four years old, you know, my best ball is still. Uh, is really still in front of me. Yeah, and one last thing on the team, talking to people, they they compare Nagy to another coach that sort of set the world on fire this year, Doug Peterson in Philadelphia. Both of them, Andy Reid, understudies, and you must be looking forward to that offense, not only after studying it, but after seeing what the Eagles did this year. Most definitely. You know, so um, knowing, knowing where that DNA comes from, you know, this is a, you know, that, like you said, it comes from the Andy Reid DNA, so it's 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 a it's a um, it's a philosophy that has been successful now for years and years and years. So, um, from especially from an offensive standpoint, you know, um, it's a it's, it's it's been a high a, a really high powered philosophy. So, I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to playing in that. And like I say, you know, that was that was one of the, one of the sole reasons, you know, um, 
of me even coming to Chicago was, you know, knowing who was behind the helm, you know, um, dialing it up and calling these plays. Yeah, I mean, I think that gives the listeners a nice view. I mean, it is about the money. The agents handle that. But you talk about a player that's really studied the system, studied the coach, looked at the DNA of Andy Reid assistants. I think that's really uh, fascinating to go through that. And let me say this in finality. I really, uh, I really do admire this. A lot of people say, you know, you have an injury in your last year before your contract. That's a death knell. You've proven them wrong, Alan. I mean, it's a strong deal. It's the first receiver deal along with Watkins. Uh, you've really played it well. Congrats on the business of football as well as your career. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know, so, I mean, again, uh, like I said, it was, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, I think, I think Chicago, you know, was very comfortable with, you know, the things that I have done in my career. You know, I mean, even like 2016 for me wasn't the best year, you know, but just kind of knowing the plays and stuff like that that I had made even in that season. You know, mm-hmm. I was I was um I was a couple catches, you know, um I was probably five or six catches, you know, and a couple of touchdowns away from possibly having eleven 1, hundred yards and, and you know and some and um and uh you know so I think I think with that being said, you know, I think that I put enough again, put enough good film out there, you know, throughout the whole process you know, my whole thing was, you know, from the jump, um, I wanted to, I wanted to play in Chicago. You know, I wanted to, once it kind of went down that I wasn't going to be tagged, and um, I, I, I really didn't know where, where I stood at in Jacksonville's future. You know, so for me, you know, it was uh, playing in Chicago was definitely something that, something that was my number one priority. You know, it just was, um, I just was hoping you know, that everything else had kind of uh, panned out. You know, um, and it, and it ended up happening that way. So, you know, I mean, I'm very excited for that. Yeah, you've hit the trifecta. <laughs> you got the team you want to go to. The contract's strong, and it's a length of three years. You can prove yourself again, and hopefully, it sounds like in your mind, stay there and get even. You know, get a deal that really locks you in down the road. Most definitely, you know that's that's my end goal. You know, I mean, um, just from my short period of time of just being in the city of Chicago, you know, I've already, I've already grew very fond of the city. You know, so I mean, um, um again, it's it's one of those situations where it's close to home for me. You know, um. Um, my mom loves Chicago. My family loves Chicago. You know, me me being able to to get a chance, you know, to to play up here, you know. So I mean, it's definitely uh, something something for me, you know, that I don't just that I don't just look at as a as a three year deal. You know, I definitely would would like to make um, a lot more time than that. So have you already relocated there? I know the workouts don't start till mid April. I haven't yet. I haven't yet. You know. Um, yeah. Um, right now, I'm still going through some of my rehab stuff here, you know, and still um, and looking for a place, you know. So that's in, that's what I'm in the current process of right now. And where's home for you? Uh, home is Detroit, Michigan. Okay, so you're close. Yeah. Back in the Midwest, the black and blue division, the NFC North. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to be back in the Midwest. Yeah. Well, Alan, congrats again. It's really a nice story. Overcoming an injury, getting a great deal. Uh, congrats to the Parkers and your agent, Brandon. Great job, and uh, thanks for being on the podcast. We'll talk again soon. Thanks for having me. Great to go inside a deal from the player's perspective. I thought one of the best deals in free agency, as I said, 24 years old, three-year deal, $42 million. Alan Robinson, who'll have another bite at the apple for sure. Hope you enjoyed it. Now, the special feature of the Business of Sports podcast, we started this last week. We'll do it every week. I'll answer a couple, two, three voice voicemail questions from listeners getting a ton of these i'll pick out a couple and again you can leave these messages for me and i'll answer them at 484-416-5654 again 484-416-5654 
and this is one from Eric. Hey, Andrew, this is Eric McClung, big fan of the podcast. Uh, curious about this Ryan Grant situation, if maybe he has any sort of recourse, if he could file uh, a petition or a grievance with the league. I understand that uh, the team physicals are subjective uh, for the doctors, but curious if he can prove if he was healthy enough to pass, in most cases, if he has some sort of recourse. Looking forward to uh, hopefully hearing your answer. Take care. Thanks, Eric, and I appreciate the kind words. And you kind of said it in there, and that's kind of the way it goes. These team physicals are subjective. You see it more than people know, and and I say that because it doesn't get out in the news a lot. It doesn't happen with high-profile free agents. It happens sort of in the margins, which is one team thinks a player is completely fine and another team dings them. Doesn't like something about the physical, something about the knee, something about the elbow, something about the ankle. Doesn't respond the way it should, according to that team doctor. And in terms of the league, and even the union recognizes this, that's what happens. These are purely subjective physicals. They're in a league, but they're team by team. And the fact he didn't pass a physical, we're talking about Ryan Grant, if he'd had any recourse against, I believe, the Ravens, who got out of a deal with him, and he now is signing a lesser deal with the Colts, really nothing. I mean, the only way he would have recourse is if there's a signed agreement. If they actually signed a contract, now they try to get out of it, good luck with that. That's not going to happen. So since that was not part of it, I feel for Ryan Grant. He's doing a one-year deal. It sounds like $5 million with the Colts. Had a bigger deal with the Ravens. Didn't pass the physical. Tough luck for him, but I don't see any recourse unless there was a signed contract. And now we'll go to Joe. Hi, my name is Joe Wingard. Um, I was wondering, with free agency and everything going on, I've been thinking for years that the, I know they have the salary cap, but it should kind of be adjusted per state taxes. That way every team's on a level playing field where it comes to the, I know, guaranteed money and everything's talked about a big deal. But you have somewhere, say, California versus Florida or Texas, state taxes-wise. How do you feel about that, Andrew? Have a good day. Thanks, Joe. It's a great question. I'm asked this all the time. There is no level playing field. Yes, the salary cap tries to put everyone on a level playing field in terms of how much you can spend collectively year to year. And it does have some self-regulating effects where teams just can't go out and spend year after year. Otherwise, they'd back up so much cap, they get in trouble later. But in terms of taxes, no, there's no way to level that. We talk about a team maybe coming to London. How are you going to level that off? Obviously, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. But Yes, Florida, Texas, uh, Colorado, Washington, no state taxes, and you've got three teams in California with a ton of state taxes, as opposed, as well as other areas of the country. Listen, when there's free agency, players have to choose, and everything is not equal. I remember in Green Bay, when we were competing for free agents, and I know you laugh, but yes, we did compete for free agents. You know, they'd have to fly in, change in Detroit or Chicago, get on a puddle jumper, sometimes change in Milwaukee, get on like a 10-seat plane up to Green Bay. And we're competing with teams that are going to pick them up on private jets. We're taking them out to the prime quarter, which is like cook your own steak. They're going out to five-star restaurants, which are like $300 and you know per person. Uh, we're paying 40 bucks for five people. So, yeah, it's not equal. And if you're into certain things, those are going to be important to you. But, you know, the number of free agents that choose teams in Florida, Texas, etc., due to the lack of state taxes, 
I'm sure they're out there, but we don't hear about a lot of them. People are going to choose based on money, and I understand money's different with taxes, but really opportunity, coaching staff, things like that is all going to be a part of it as well. So yeah, um, I get it. Nothing's a level playing field. Everyone's trying to get an edge. Some facilities are nicer than others. Some teams spend more than others, even though there is a cap. Uh, but that is a great question. There is going, I, you know, I guess we can hold our breath. There's not going to be adjustments for state taxes. It's just not going to happen. And I don't think the California teams are going to push for that. You know, it's just the way it is. Thanks for the great question, Joe, and, and all the questions that I've had and Eric this time, and there'll be more next time. Again, the number 484-416-5654. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Andrew Brandt. Listen to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, RossTucker.com, wherever you hear your podcast, Apple Podcasts. Please give us a good rating if you like it. I hope you do. And I'll be back next week with another edition of The Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt. Thanks for listening to The Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also get additional insider insight by listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Fantasy Feast, Even Money, and College Draft Podcast, all at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts are found.